Hey everyone, it's Friday. Welcome to Shiro's show. I'm Dave, Saturn Dave, and this is my cohort, Trainoko. How you doing? Doing all right. Hanging in there besides uh, my garage door breaking on me. It's all good. Oh man, that sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. I, yeah, my, yeah. I just had to get my garage door repaired uh, because we closed it on some kind of like trellis thing, you know, and it just like Oof. got the, the springs all borked and everything like that. So it was not good. Oof. That I, I, I feel yeah. that I feel that. Um, also, so it was a good five hundred dollar repair. Yeah, uh, it wasn't that wasn't that bad. It was it, it luckily there wasn't catastrophic damage done. It was like more like a hundred, a little over a hundred bucks, but it could have been worse. So yeah, it wasn't that bad. It was just we were we couldn't get a service call for for a little while, so we were like locked in. Our garage door couldn't be used, but um, man, I'm I'm getting sick, <laughs> and it's not uh, it's not the uh, the T virus or whatever. It's just a uh, it's just oh, a cold, geez. but it's it kind of sucks. Are you gonna turn to a, are you turn to a monster and just start like killing stars members throughout the city? Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Oof. Oh man, but yeah, I kind of want to be on the other side of it because I can already feel it. Like I'm going down. <laughs> Oof. Well, I hope you get better soon. Yeah, me too. Me too. And I hope your garage door thing works out. <laughs> How are uh... Yeah, we got it fixed. It's oh, so you did good. get it fixed. Okay, good, good. Sorry, I missed that yeah. part. Well, uh, how's everybody out there in the live stream doing and in the comments? It has been uh it's been a, a busy work week for me, so I haven't really really been doing much shiroing. How about you? Yeah. Uh, I've been I've been doing pretty good shiroing. I've been doing a couple articles, a couple non Saturn articles, uh, nice. and doing other things and stuff. So it's all good. Nice. But uh yeah, I'm happy we're getting some more contribut contributors to the site though. That's right. That's exciting stuff. Yeah, who do we have? Tell them about we it. Virtu hey, we have Virtue Neptune, which we're gonna cover one of those articles later on and uh and then of course we have a. Uh, well, actually, I don't think they wrote. They released anything. The Daniel was Daniel. Daniel right? Thomas McInnes. Yeah, he does yeah. like Ghibli blog, and he does. Uh, he's done a lot of other writing. Um, yeah, I think he has written some articles up, but they just haven't gone published yet. Um, we'll probably mm -hmm. get a schedule going and and figure out how we want to release his his stuff. But good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, why don't we uh, get into the news? Yeah, I'll go ahead and bring up the little window here. Um, Hold on a second. There we there go. go. That's cleaner. <laughs> I always forget to hide the the bookmarks so that it's it's more of a clean feed. Nice and um, clean. Nice and clean. Yeah. So um, we started out with uh, um, an interview uh, with XL2 on Hellslave. Yeah, that that was a, that one's on that you had it up, right? Yeah. Well, it's um, it's just you know I I reached out to him a while back because we had done the we had done the. Um, rainy night creations interview uh mm -hmm. regarding like noah and the paludes and um you know i thought okay once i got that interview under my belt i was like i really need to go back and talk to xl2 because really he's kind of the guy who kind of kicked off 3d homebrew on the saturn like like he mm. pretty much literally is the guy um if we're being honest you know and and uh, um even so much as he's um lended his importer you know for for importing 3d models and stuff into the saturn um and s different tools that he's done you know he's shared with the community and stuff like that but he it, it, to my knowledge and to my memory was really the first one to get like an actual 3d engine up and running um and showing it off on youtube before that i just you know i think there was uh there were the uh the saturn game basic are you familiar with saturn game basic 
No, the only one I'm familiar with is the Joe Engine, which you mentioned a couple times in the article here. Yeah, that was uh, actually used for that one game. That uh, what was the company that did the guys that that do the a bunch of Dreamcast releases? They did that. They worked on that one game for Saturn, but I never knew what happened with that. Oh yeah, you're talking about Josh Prod. You're talking about like yeah. the pick. What is it? Uh, Heart Pixel Heart or something like that. Josh Prod. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what's happened to that either. I think that that was actually more or less a Dreamcast game that they were trying to port to Saturn, but they probably ran into some some difficulties, or maybe it's just a ways off. But I mean, um, back in um, and I, I'll try to be brief. You know, I'm, I never am, but I'll try. <laughs> back in uh, in the day during Saturn's release, they actually put out a commercial uh, licensed. Uh, software Saturn game basic and uh, the idea this was I guess you could say it would be similar to like the net Eurose uh, that uh, PlayStation put out so that people mm. could basically code games or code projects for Saturn um, it came with the software and it came with an interface to hook up to like a Windows 95 or Windows I guess it would have been a Windows 95 PC at that time Yikes. And so and it was very basic. I mean, it didn't really take care. It didn't really take advantage of the full Saturn hardware. Um, but, you know, people um, were able to do, you know, rudimentary 3D on it. Um, and so, you know, back in you had Rock and Bean, the 2007 Saturn coding contests um, that kind of showed off some of that stuff with with Game Basic. You also had the Dazemon 2 guys who are, you know, making games using Dazemon 2's engine and building using that. That community uh, is crazy. That, that community is really. Yeah, it's crazy. And they have actually people have spent a lot of time and made some pretty detailed shmups. At the end of the day, you are using those tools, those pre-existing tools. Um, so, you know you've you've got a number of flavors but it's all basically days on two you know um at you know because you're limited to that tool set right i mean yeah, that's Dazemon, that's days definitely beats a, a super mario maker to the punch for sure exactly and i yeah i mean that could be an inspiration right there it was definitely um like many things that um come out for uh for sega consoles it was kind of ahead of its time um, but I mean, you had, you had the, all the music creation games around that same time, you know, and people making, you know, making, making their own albums or something. I know I did. I mm -hmm. used, uh, was that MTV music generator or something for the PlayStation. And there's also techno motor on the Saturn. Anyway, I'm getting way away from what, what the point is here. Did Basically. RPG maker. Yeah. Ba say what? No. MTV Music RPG Maker? Oh. No RPG Maker. <laughs> no RPG Maker? I I never did use that, but I'm familiar with it. Yeah. Um, same kind good. of deal. Same kind of deal. You know, you've got all the resources are baked on the disc, and, um, you know, there's a there's a limitless possibilities, but they're not really limitless because you're, you're limited to what's on the disc, you know? Um, but anyway, fast forward to, you know, around 2015 when Johannes Fetz uh, released the engine joe engine that you heard about and we would hear about um xl2 downloaded it uh kind of got it running learned at that point how to like code in c and everything like that how to compile a game and it's pretty easy it was a it was an easy entry point into getting getting involved in saturn uh programming but not exactly um not exactly what he wanted to stick with because, you know, he would run into obstacles um, when it came to performance, you know? And so he, ha he did have to move away to um, 
SGL and then ultimately his own renderer to get the kind of performance that he wanted to and to really like push the Saturn. But re- what's really remarkable about this whole interview, I guess you could say the takeaway is that he kind of got started in 2017 with like basically from scratch, like from zero mm-hmm. and he's gone. And now it's t- 2021 and um, he's, you know, literally leading the way in terms of like pushing the Saturn. Um, especially in terms of like textured polygons, because um, Noah and the Paludis, while it's a very uh, impressive port, um, it I think that you know it's only using part of the Saturn's hardware and it's not uh, using textured polygons, right? So it's not actually mapping any textures. They're like flat shaded polys, so you can um, you can do a lot of stuff with that that you that uh, you have to do differently if you're insistent on doing a texture poly game um like xl2 is so he has had to write a lot of tools for himself he's had to um which he said is the hardest part you know just that basically there's no one size fits all for saturn programming and that a lot of times you just um end up having to write a lot of the tools and resources yourself and um, one thing that he has noticed, and, and this also stuck with me, is that very, pe- very many people in the community show up in the forums and make a lot of promises about they're going to do this game or that, you know. Um, but they end up spending like six months just trying to like refine one piece of useless code and u- losing their motivation versus like what he does, which is basically just, uh, you know, try to get things up and running as quickly as possible so that he can, you know, see the results on his TFE and then be motivated further motivated to continue you know so yeah that's that's the best way to go about that and it's it's something that's common even writing that i do yeah is that i'll write something and if it if i even if i don't 100 like it I, i'll always go back to it because mm-hmm. at least it's there it's like okay now i can go back and revise it even if it's not the the thing i really wanted to say yeah i completely agree and i mean i can i can say that i agree to that even with like the saturn dave uh artwork that i've done i mean a lot of times mm-hmm. i've i've uh i've shared stuff that it excites me. Like I'm excited. I'm on a roll with this design. And then I look back on it and I'm like, I cannot believe that, you know, it's come so far from that, but just, just getting it out there and, and, um, doing proof of concept. That's kind of how Sonic Z Treme started. You know, he just, he got it up and running. It impressed folks in the Sonic extreme community. Mm-hmm. They gave him tools and, uh, you know, motivation to continue with it. And before you knew it, he had a, he had a really nice slick demo that got a lot of attention. And he also had a base to work from to basically build, um, you know, Hell Slave on top of. Uh, you know, there's something I was actually confused about is that um, so they actually they actually released the Sonic Extreme de- beta build, or is that all the Sonic Extreme stuff that's all XL2? Um, because I was always confused on that because I have some Sonic Extreme builds, but it seems like he ah might have been yes yes. So he did get so he said that um, Andrew seventy five, the guy behind the Sonic Extreme recreation project mm-hmm. uh, called ASSX ASX SX, which is the name of the project, um, mm-hmm. took notice of his early demo, his early build of just a Sonic running around a three D level um, that yeah. was very reminiscent of Sonic Extreme, and so he basically gave him a Jade Gully map uh, to kind of import and and tweak and stuff like that, and so it just kind of snowballed from there. Um, so it is. Uh, you know, ultimately, the Sonic Z Treme is XL2's engine. It's the Z Treme engine um, that he made, and um, he never really planned on doing a Sonic Extreme game. It's just kind of what he cut his teeth on on Saturn programming, you know. And and um, 
he actually does go to say so far as to say he doesn't have any plans to finish that project it really just was a a starting point for him uh to something to work on you know um so that he could really get used to um and write all the tools necessary uh to do saturn coding and then he mentioned that doing the um boss fight the metal sonic boss fight was a fun project that um, i was gonna say that was insane he literally just created that from scratch right well i think what helped that come together so fast is that with that uh yes first of all he had all this experience right he knew how Mm -hmm. to he he knew much better how to um get uh all this stuff up and rendered on the saturn but he did also have the community come to him with a bunch of resources uh sprites and and artwork and stuff like that that were and reference material that was able to help in getting that up so quickly i don't i don't think that he could have I wouldn't say that he couldn't have done that by himself, but I don't think he could have gotten it up so quickly if he didn't have help from that um, enthusiast community. Um, but he did, and um, it was awesome. Uh, even as a tiny little demo that doesn't really go anywhere, um, it, you just get to you know, smash Metal Sonic over and over again and collect uh, rings. It did an excellent job of recreating almost one-to-one the original, uh, those, the original demo from those videos that we've seen. Yeah, it's pretty insane that he was able to do that. It is. It is. I, I mean, this this blows my mind. I was talking to John Linneman, actually, in, in a DM chat, and uh, he was saying... Name-dropping you know, now, eh? I am name-dropping. Well, only because, like, we were talking about this. We were talking about this article that I'm writing. Gotcha. We were talking about the fact that he, he said, I would really love to program for the Saturn, but I just don't have a lot of time, and, I don't, you know, I wouldn't know where to start. Or, or, you know, he was saying that he had, like, a tiny little bit of experience programming and stuff like that, but, like, you know, just don't, don't know where to start with the Saturn. And the thing that was uh, just amazing to me is just how quickly, I mean, if you consider, like, four years is nothing, you know, to go from, like, not really, you know, downloading this Joe engine to, like, now having, you know, working with your own renderer. Um, it's just crazy, you know, so it can be done, you know, but d- it does come down to time, which is what he does say is that with, uh, with anything that's a hobby, you're not getting paid for it. So your time is limited and that sucks. I, I I'm sure that he wishes that he, you know, he says some things take him a, a lot longer to complete when he could probably do them in a day if he just had time to devote to it. But yeah, um, that's what happens like, like with us. We're just busy people. Yeah, it, absolutely. I can relate. Um, not that I'm a game creator or anything like that, but I can relate from a creative standpoint. Anyway, you create, you create boxes for games. Not even that much anymore. <laughs> not even that anymore. I mean, right now I'm really focused on Shiro and stuff like that. And I, even then I find that I'm overwhelmed sometimes just with the mm-hmm. trying to balance the family and the work life and the, and the Shiro stuff. But, you know, we do the best we can. I guess what's going to really set his game apart, though, is going to be the four-player split-screen um, and and split-screen co-op. So he's going he's going for split-screen co-op, but also hopefully a deathmatch and possibly online support. But that will probably be down the road because um, the way he's working on things is just adding features and adding uh, and and getting to the point where they're stable. So he hasn't really started fleshing out the game from a story aspect, but who knows more people that get, get um, the more people that get interested in this project, the more people that maybe come uh, uh, volunteer help, you know, in, uh, in terms of art assets or in terms of um, story and stuff like that. Maybe, you know, yeah, he hasn't said that he's open to, you know, uh, people contributing to the game, but who knows, hit him up. You know, if you're an artist and you have time to like work on art and contribute, maybe that'd be something that he'd be interested in. And that might help 
the game take shape as far as like a you know cohesive gaming experience but for now it's a really awesome awesome tech demo it's probably the best fps that i've seen on saturn to be honest yeah actually it made me fall in love with fps because i hate a console fps games is that just because of the controls yeah the controls are just awful and they're ham-fisted like downgrades yeah like i mean when you're going from like a like a massive pc to like laggy game like do mean play it perfectly anything but saturn even like on saturn or the or the 3do it runs like just garbage yeah you are not kidding the jaguar i can't remember um, let me know if people in the comments say that there's any latency or, or weird stuff going on with the stream, because it does say we have some drop frames, um, and I'm not sure that there's much I can do about that, but... Um, yeah, we'll Anyway, as for gameplay, you know, he has everything needed for a Power Slave-type game, but he says that he might go, just go with linear progression, um, just because that's going to make for a more smooth experience um, without, you know, relying on any kind of tedious backtracking. And yeah, um, you know, making further improvements to the game... Um, you know, again, talking about one, the no one size fits all for Saturn. So if you were to start writing a game today, you'd probably have to write the necessary tools yourself. And, uh, and, uh, you know, Walfredo spoke to that as well. Rainy night creation said you, that's pretty much the case with Saturn stuff. You gotta write your own tools to, to, uh, you know, accommodate the kind of game that you're making, you know, hopefully that's going to change, you know, uh, as the community grows and maybe resource open source resources. I know like, um, uh, Pona has written the Pone sound or Pona sound or whatever uh, driver for sound. And there's there's a couple other drivers being written and stuff like that. And you've got the Yall uh, open source engine. So could uh, or sorry, not engine, but like graphics library, the Yall library. Um, so as more open source uh, resources become available, maybe that's not going to be the case. Maybe it's going to be an easier proposition. But for now. Um, yeah, it, it is it is complicated, and he says so that his engine is incredibly complicated. So it would be difficult for him to like share that information and have anybody else like run with it. But anyway, uh, thank thank you. I just want to say personally thank you XL2 for giving me all of that. That was a lot. Like you really didn't uh, half-ass it when it came to like answering these questions and giving us a lot of information. So I really appreciate it. Um, and I really hope that folks uh, who are interested in, in this and interested in the Saturn's hardware will take the time and read the article. Yes, for sure. It's a really interesting article. I need to, I need to go back and read it again because it's a lot of stuff that, that – just a lot of detail he went into it. It is, yeah. It's he, like one of the things you got to read a couple times to get everything. It's like a good book. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I've read it a couple times, not, uh, not from a, like I'm reading my own article standpoint, but yeah, just to glean, just to be able to absorb all the information that he put in there. Cause he really did, uh, he really did go all out and, uh, do a good job answering my questions. So I really appreciate that. For real. Moving on. I'm going to let you take this one. This wow. is Castlevania <laughs> resurrection. Uh, I don't even know where to begin with this one. This one has been saying it's been a roller coaster would be the most understatement understatement of the year. My goodness, yeah, like, you're not kidding. It is crazy. But for those of you that don't know, uh, we've done we've done this. I think what we did we do one or two shows about this. I it seems remember. like we've done. It, yeah, we've at least mentioned it in two two we, for two weeks now. It's almost been yeah. This is week yeah. three. 
But essentially, if you don't know, some guy put Castlevania Resurrection, a unreleased uh, Dreamcast game, uh, on eBay. Uh, it went up to like twenty grand when he posted, "Oh, hey, I'm gonna dump it, so don't worry." Mm-hmm. And then it went off on eBay, went off of eBay, and was gone for like a, I think, a week or two. And then just this week, uh, like at, mid- at midnight on Monday, it. Uh, was it Sega Dreamcast Info dropped the playable demo for it, uh, a GDI and a, and a CDI, on uh, on the archive.org website. Mm-hmm. And uh, load up on a Dreamcast, and lo, beho- lo and behold, it booted up, and I was playing a really, really bad 3D Castlevania game. I told you. I said, oh my god, I bet this is... Uh... I, when we were talking about it before, I was like, I bet that this was uh, being developed almost simultaneously with the N64 version, yeah. and that sucked too. Although the, the N64 version was better than this, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Well, you could actually fair, play it. To be completely fair, that one, yeah, that one is playable. Mm-hmm. I mean, debatably playable, but I mean, I mean, I mean at least that one's... It it's actually it functions. It goes from beginning to end versus this yeah. one where it's like you'll soft lock in the floor or you'll just lock up for no reason or you'll crash the system. Or you just have no idea what to do. And then you realize, oh, yeah, none of the levels are linked. So I just have to, like, press start and load a different level. <laughs> like, I'm going nowhere here. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. But, so, it, yeah, it, it was interesting for sure. And uh, uh, it went up at, like, at midnight on Monday. And I just I just breathed. I was in my bed, actually. I was about to go to bed. Oh, man. I looked at the news. I breathed I breathed a sigh. I got up out of bed, turned my computer on, downloaded it, captured the footage, wrote up the article, and went to bed like it at 1.30 in the morning. Kudos to you on that because uh, you got it up first. And uh, it pays to be first because that video has uh, gone viral well in terms of the home in terms of uh you know retro gaming community yeah yeah last time i checked there's about 10k views or something crazy that was my dreamcast (laughs) yeah i don't know what just happened oh yeah that was about 10k views um it got a lot of comments it was featured on nintendo life and uh pat the nes punk actually used the video in his uh there's a he does the video podcast and there's like a little clip i know it's mine because i kept i kept getting killed and hit and mm-hmm. destroyed so i i know it was mine for sure and it was the first thing that pops up nice so that was really cool i got, got like a ton of pingbacks on it so that was kind of cool as well yeah but yeah um anything yeah, else you, you want to say <laughs> <laughs> about uh, it yeah. i mean keep uh, going we're gonna i think we're gonna stream it a little bit just so that folks can see how broke it is but uh, the awfulness <laughs> the awfulness but yeah um but yeah no it's uh it was good to capture screenshots crashed a lot as you mm-hmm. can see like um a lot of glitches if you go down there on the list me going through yep. the lava yeah i saw but, that uh, but yeah um it uh it was really really weird i don't understand what like, I, I mean, I understand why it was in the state it was, but like, I, I don't understand why it was canceled. Like, I'm guessing mm-hmm. just the Dreamcast, and maybe they thought, oh, well, the N64 ones did bad, and this one's just as bad, so right. we're going to cancel it. But uh, one thing that's some, that I, I have a theory on is that there's a counter in the top left corner mm-hmm. that just that keeps going down. Yeah. Um, I think that wasn't meant for gameplay. It was meant for, like, E3 demo stuff. So, like, uh, I sometimes you. at E3 they, they have timed demos. Mm-hmm. So you can just like when I play Resident Evil 2, they have the same thing, but uh, it just counts down and down, and then it resets to zero, and that's probably when they okay, you're done, kid. Go put yeah. this other guy on there. No, I mean we're not looking a gift horse in the mouth here, uh, saying that it's bad. 
that just yeah. because it's bad doesn't mean we want to stop seeing these kind of things. You know, it is history and we're glad to have been able to play it. But I mean, it's what we expected. I don't think anybody expected it to be great because it got canceled. Right. You know, yeah, um, no, me, don't get me wrong. I really loved it. I loved it for the fact that it came out and it was cool to play it and experience what could have been. But right. I mean, objectively, it's not that great. But I right. mean, to be fair, it's also an alpha build. So exactly. So, I mean, you but, know, yeah. it, and and, and uh, apparently this wasn't even really publicly shown at E3. It was like shown behind closed doors at E3. So, I mean, yeah. that, that tells you that they were like, if they had an opportunity to show this off and build, you know, prom- promo build hype for it, I'm sure they would have. But they just decided, they probably decided, yeah, this is not even something that we feel comfortable showing off at E3. It's just people will get the, uh, a bad taste in their mouth, you know, um, is, is what I'm what i'm thinking you know but anyway yeah um our uh our, uh, our contributor richard neptune actually did an article about his experience playing the game yeah he and did and kinda... he went into detail too it was really good yeah he he got a lot farther than i did because he had a lot of uh he ran into a lot of the like the medusa i didn't hit the medusa for some reason i don't know why i missed that yeah castlevania resurrection the... irony kills i guess the irony yeah. being that uh we all this drama all this back and forth we get it and it uh yeah <laughs> it's ironically kind of falls it's, flat it's, yeah falls flat a bit but yeah he he had a, some really good screenshots good experience on it. i would recommend checking out that article in depth i'm not gonna gonna go note, note for note through there for mm-hmm. on the show but like i said check it out it's a really cool read uh it really gives his, his perspective like it feels like you're there with him playing it which is yeah. what i really like about the article it's like you're sitting next to him and you're like looking at him play except on the internet and in text exactly and if you have no plans of actually downloading and playing it or if you just can't right now because you don't have the discs or ODE or whatever, re, uh, check this out because um, he he fills you in on each level: the courtyard, the stairs, uh, Even the, the hall, corridor, which you can't play on actual hardware. Right? Uh, oh, is that really that was just an emulator thing? Yeah, because it requires the Saturn Dev RAM space. Oh, okay. And because that's not on a Dreamcast, it it fails to load. So corridor does not load on. I'm hoping they fix that eventually. Ah. I mean, it'll be the most underwhelming fix of all time. To sure. Play. Yeah. So you can see him. <laughs> it's it's crazy that it's crazy what we do just for uh, like you know we, we were. We were so excited to get all of those uh, prom- uh, those uh, prototype builds. <laughs> it turns out they're like really terrible. <laughs> like, but you still want them, right? You know, you still want that magic, exactly. night, that it's terrible. Fascinating. It is fascinating. Yeah, it is. And I mean, I mean, I'm a big fan of like it's like a I don't know if you do this, but listening to like the outtakes and the demo stuff for like the like like bands like the Rolling Stones and the Beatles. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, yeah, like I'm. I must listen to uh, the Beatles. Uh, the Beatles anthology one through three, like at least five times a year. Absolutely, because it's so cool hearing those the beta the beta songs the demo and all versions. the posthumously released stuff for like Nirvana. You know, uh, exactly. Penny, Penny T Royal, and uh, you know, just there. There's so much good stuff. Yeah, I I, I am very much into that stuff too. Uh, yeah, well, but, you know, it's like, it's 104, so we probably scoot on, uh, and, um, Dang. I'm gonna have you cover this one too, because I know you're a big, big shmup guy, and you wrote this, did you not? Yes, you did. I'm a big, I'm a big cot, I'm a big, uh, big fan of cotton, I wear only cotton clothing, I'm all about, about that cotton life, but, uh, anyways, um, really hot off the reboot of, of the, uh, 
of the Cotton Reboot, which happened around February. Uh, they released a 30-year. They're going to release a 30-year celebration about Cotton. No, sorry. They are celebrating 30 years of Cotton along with that by releasing this collection. It's called the. Uh, it's called the Cotton Guardian Force Saturn Tribute bundle so it's cotton 2 cotton boomerang and weirdly enough guardian force mm -hmm. i think did success success did a guardian force right i imagine they'd it they have to be if it's on here okay. yeah that did did yeah, but, it did strike me as weird at first i was just like okay but i get it it's it, I, yeah i'm guessing maybe that's like like a, hey why don't we just have a whole saturn collection but uh mm -hmm. it's cool they're they're dropping this uh in, in october of i think it was october 21st i think but yeah it's somewhere in october but basically they're going to yeah no sorry so in october it's uh september september 30th mm -hmm. they're dropping this bundle and a regular and special edition with the cool posters a cd some music cds and some cool packaging with that so yeah, it's uh it's really cool. One of the things that people are intrigued of is that they're thinking, oh, I guess it's I, they're guessing it's based off the Saturn architecture, the Saturn versions. Mm -hmm. But I mean, if you think about it, the, it, the all three of them are on the STV board, which essentially was a Saturn system. Yeah. So essentially, I mean, it's it's going to be arcade perfect. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll, uh, if they implement it right, it'll be arcade perfect. Right. And they'll have the bonuses on the Saturn versions as well. Yeah, which I think is kind of cool that, to include with that. Definitely. And I, yeah, I actually never played Guardian Force, so I'm gonna have to try that out once that drops. So, will you be getting this on Switch or PS4? I already pre-ordered it for Switch because I have the Cotton, I have the Cotton Reboot Edition on uh, on Switch. Let me go get that real quick of the box over here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I uh, I like the the look of the Switch. Oh, there we go. The box, anyway. Oh, nice yeah. Little, there you go. Cool little box thing. It's cool. This little nice collector's edition. Wow, you went all out. <laughs> you got the collector's edition. Nice. Uh, it's a cool little box. Oh, it's green screened it out. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, well, no worries. That's kind of funny, actually. Yeah, no worries. I think we got we got the idea. But yeah, yeah. the idea that, <laughs> that it's going to key it out Switch. anything anything green or slightly blue. It's going to key it out. <laughs> Yeah, but but yeah, um, it's really cool. I pre-ordered the I pre-ordered the Switch special edition of that, so that should be coming sometime. Maybe I think it said October like second for me. Yeah, because the, of course the shipping overseas. But uh, if you want to pre-order it, you can get the regular and special edition for for Switch and uh, PS4 uh, on Amazon Japan, and they do ship to America. So you can you can get them through there, and they ship pretty fast. Like mm -hmm. it's probably the the fastest that service you can get it from in Japan. Nice. Um, but you, yeah, uh, strictly limited games did a limited edition of Cotton Reboot as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't think that's released. It might be in English. The that one, the strictly limited. Mm -hmm. So I actually might need to pick that up because I, the one I have is in full Japanese. Gotcha. But yeah, this is probably going to be in full Japanese as well, but I mean, they're already in full Japanese anyways. So, I mean, if they could translate it and get English text in there, that'd be actually pretty sweet. Because, I mean, they already have the, the Cotton 2 uh, translation, right? Yeah. For Saturn, so mm -hmm. maybe they can work out a deal and get that going. That actually would be kind of cool. That would be cool. Uh, we'll anything else you want to say about it before we move on? Um, Play Cotton. Play Cotton, yeah. Two. I mean, seriously, if you haven't, uh, you need to. It's an what excellent you, what's game. What's wrong with you? Yeah, what's wrong with you? <laughs> but yeah, no, but uh, I'm pretty sure everybody watching yeah. this has probably played Cotton in some form. Uh, if yeah, you haven't, you, you really should, yeah. And you can buy it on, uh, I think it's on the Switch eShop and PS4 shop. Mm -hmm. And you can actually get it on, uh, you can actually get it on, uh, like you can order it on Amazon Japan, so. Yeah. Go 
go play and get in, in the Cotton Reboot, I mean. So go pre-order that, play the Cotton Reboot, support these releases so we can get more of them. Because I love Cotton. I love Cotton. Nice. Next up is uh, is our contributor article. Uh, so Virtua Neptune wrote this article. Is he, do we have him in chat? Um... I don't see him in chat. I think he might be be away. But uh, okay, yeah. If you want to hop in, if you want to hop in, if you're watching, just hop in the voice chat and we can cool. key you up. But we can talk about it a little bit before he hops in. If not, we can just move on. But uh, but yeah, um, Bernie Majors is uh, he did a really cool article on it, giving his views and mm-hmm. I guess retrospective or yeah. his perspective. I'm not sure if he actually played it before. Um, but, uh, no, I got the. I got the impression that, yeah, he's played it before and that he highly okay. recommends it as like, um, I mean, it, it's funny. It, he starts out by saying, if you can find it below 200 and I was like, I don't even think I, I'd be hard pressed to find it for below 300. Right. Uh, um, or am I like, like what? 400? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't even think, I don't even think you're gonna, I mean, if you find it for 200, yes, he's right. I mean, you should just like drop everything and buy it. But even if you buy it for three, if you, if you find a, a box copy for 300 these days is like crazy. I've seen disc only go 200 or people try to ask 200 for disc only on this game. So it's just gotten so out of hand. Um, <laughs> And that just speaks to how gone the Saturn market is because like when we started this podcast, yeah, you could have gotten a copy for 200 bucks, but then, uh, things just got well out of hand and, uh, you know, it's tough too with this game because, um, you might be tempted to just get the Japanese version, but all of that in-ear navigation stuff is going to be in Japanese, you know, and this game does rely heavily on kind of like your, your in-ear monitor to tell you yeah. to go straight or go turn left or press this button and stuff like that so you know that's that's one of the hard things about this game it's not yeah, it's it, it's still fun you know you can you can jump around put out fires and stuff like that but as far as like uh navigating and getting lost which can happen even on the english version of this game it gets a little weird How, what are your opinions on this game pat um, I actually remember hearing the theme song years and years ago, and I think we actually used the, didn't we use the theme for our first episode of Shiro and the show? Actually, uh, we might have. Uh, well, we, we were using uh, we were using the special theme from uh, from Sonic. We were using, I believe we were using the special theme from uh, from Sonic 3D Blast, the the uh, the uh, special mode or the the extra you know <laughs> the the bonus mode i guess you could say we were, I, I don't remember using this music but we've definitely used this music in the cast before um and i think i did like a little i did like a little mashup uh picture show a slideshow for the junkyard and i used this music mm-hmm. you know for that so um that might be what you're thinking of yeah. but yeah the music like is great in the chat oh good yeah, yeah unmute him let, let him talk about this oh he's he's unmuted oh yes okay good well, if you want, are you there? Are you having mic issues? You might be. All right, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, just go to the settings. You're still struggling. We can talk about it a little bit more. All I can say is, um, you know, it is a Sonic Team game, and it is like a legit, you know, true to form Sonic Team game. It tries to do a lot. It it, it is just uh, dripping with a lot of that charm and a lot of that character uh, of Sonic Team. Those those mid '90s Sonic Team games, like Nights into Dreams, I do find that it that is very reminiscent of that. Um, it has a lot of nods to. Um, it has a lot of 
nods to other Sonic Team stuff, you know, so, you know, Sonic in general. And then also, like, I believe when they went on to uh, to create Sonic Adventure, you'd have the Orca from this game, you know, show up and you'd have uh, you'd have other little you have other little nods to this game in Sonic Adventure. But yeah, I, I really fancy store online as well, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think at this point they were just kind of tired of making Sonic games, really. And they were just trying to do new stuff because Yuji Naka was like, he had, you know, he had enough experience coding for Saturn under his belt. And he was like, let's figure out some new cool things that we can do. And this game definitely did some weird stuff with transparency and the way that um, the Saturn renders 3D to the frame buffer. XL2 actually mentioned that in order to get certain things working, he had to resort to. Um, some of the some of the transparencies and lens flare effects and stuff that he does, he had to resort to rendering the way that Burning Rangers does in order to get that stuff working because uh, there are some just limitations um, when it comes to Saturn's hardware. Everything um, basically using that same bus, um, you know, he was able to get around it um, by using some of the same uh, some of the same development techniques. And uh, I can say that the game tends to be frustrating sometimes. Uh, you know, the the three the camera it used the 3D control pad, which is great. I really don't recommend playing this game without the 3D control pad. Um, but that be that as it may, it was early uh, as far as 3D platforming goes. And um, yeah, they were still. I'd say all things considered, it's a hell of a lot more playable than like Croc, which I also love Croc. Don't get me wrong, Ooh, but burn, <laughs> it's a hell burn. of a lot more playable. But it, that camera does. Uh, tend to to bite you at times. Um, you get in those sticky situations where you're caught on a corner and you're clipping on something, and um, it gets frustrating at times. And then there's the in-ear navigation. But I think all things considered, this game is pretty classic. I mean, you know, it's it's a Sonic Team game that is well worth owning on on the Saturn if you can, and even if you can't, it's well worth playing. Um, but that said, it is divisive still. I mean, there are there are some people that just straight up don't think it's all that, and um, and the, and they're you know more than willing to tell you that uh, they just you know have played it and they just don't think it's that big of a deal. Um, I yeah. personally love it, but that's just me. You know, I like quirky games. Yeah, I, I need. I honestly need to play it a little bit more. I played like five minutes of it and I stopped. Yeah. So I you need, played I need five minutes and stopped. That. Oh man! Yeah, I'm not. I, I want to try it out real quick, so I, I need I did a big battle on that, so I need to I need to go back and play that. I just never really like had it, mostly because it was always expensive. Even like because when I was in college, I could afford I couldn't afford it because like two hundred dollars, like that's a lot of money. Yeah. And now that it's like five hundred, that's like way too much money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hear you, but I I definitely think folks need to like get through a few levels so they can really uh, make an opinion on this because. You know, the gameplay varies a little bit. They, they try to do different stuff with the bosses. You know, they, uh, you know, uh, there is some re re some degree of repetitive gameplay, you know, looking around for um, these uh, looking at, looking around for the victims who are like, you know, basically locked down in certain areas and you have to free them. And I mean, you have to you have to gather enough crystals so that you have the power to teleport them or whatever. Um um, but you know, you're also constantly running down the timer and the, the flames are just getting hotter and hotter and you're having explosions everywhere and stuff like that. And it can definitely be a, a, a game that like puts you on the edge of your seat in terms of that. Um, and I, and I understand, you know, how it gets frustrating at times, but, um, 
but definitely i think that uh that the the title here is apt it's spontaneous fun bustion <laughs> and i think you should go give it a try definitely can you guys yeah, hear definitely. me oh yeah there you go yeah is this oh, jeff can you hear me hi yeah hey going? oh uh, hi um hi my name is virtua neptune i guess you can call me jeff um what's going on how's it going you want to tell us a little bit about your, yeah you uh, your you you go ahead and tell us about uh, burning your thoughts on burning rangers because we've already pretty much covered ours. Okay, well, I mean, I love burning rangers. It was a late title for me. Whenever I got the Saturn back in 1996, it hadn't come out yet. So pretty much, I didn't know about burning rangers until one day I walked into a pub. And there it was for like ridiculous amounts of money. I forgot what it was. And I'm like, Burning Rangers, why is it so expensive? And then I looked it up and I'm like, oh, okay, okay. I'm like burning a hole through your pockets. Uh, No kidding. God, (laughs) that was ridiculous. So then I actually heard all of the good stuff about it. And from there, I just went, okay, how can I get this? And so I got it as a reproduction for like 20 bucks. And yeah, from there, I just started playing it and I have gotten far into the game, but I've never actually beaten it. Yeah, uh, it's it's like, tough. It, is, it gets ridiculous. Like that platforming. Yes. One false move in that last level and you are dead. Like, Isn't it like Satan? Then, it's like basically Satan. <laughs> Satan yeah. Yeah. Satan. And you're and those platforms are so tiny. Oh, my God. Yeah. It is frustrating. I, I, I It is kind of like yeah. you got to hate yourself to, <laughs> to, to persist with that. But uh, I know Simon right from the junkyard was saying he had the similar experience and I think he finished it finally Did he? but it was a head banging oh, wow. it was like head banging against the wall kind of experience yeah i know and i just like a lot of people like that nail biting mm-hmm. difficulty in their games i'm just like uh you know what maybe i should just start from the beginning and like sometimes if i start from the beginning again mm-hmm. and i play through it one more time mm-hmm. then it gets it then i can actually beat the game and i actually tried that this time around it didn't work. It's still hard. I think I some degree of that platforms. is just the the infancy of 3D platforming. You know, I don't I don't know how hard they really wanted to make it. I think that at at the end of the day, that plays in that just the difficulty of getting that camera and making precise platforming. Uh, you know, jumps was just so much harder, and and they've uh, they've really worked it out since then. But yeah, it was yeah, it was yeah, early days. Yeah, they have, yeah, it really was early days. I mean, uh, they probably wanted to do. They pro- I mean, that's probably one of the reasons why they went the direction they did with knights. Because they were like, yeah. you, you saw how Sonic handled, right? It, it, you know, with, with the little better, extra character yeah. in the uh-huh. Knight's engine. And you're like, okay, let's just make it flying, you know, because then it's Fly. like so much more loose in ter- as far as an interpret. Like if you fly through a ring, you know, you've got a, a lot of play, you know, <laughs> like to get through that right. ring. It's much more forgiving. But yeah. But yeah, I, I do like it. And it's a lot harder on the system to make Knights flying. Yeah. Like they had to actually pull the whole system and then keep and then pull it back and then just keep pushing it until it was just that right size. It was it it was hard on the system. Uh Saturn was one of those early thirty two bits and Knights was oh so open ended. It was ridiculous. Oh yeah. Yeah. And when you get a I, bunch I of meat. Oh, go ahead, Pat. 
Uh, I was going to say that uh, for the Burning Ranger, I just thought about this, that it was really their first four songs, four th- first Sonic Team's first forte in actual voice acting, mm-hmm. like stuff that's like predating Sonic Adventure. And yeah. I actually kind of like the voice acting a lot better in this game than I did Sonic Adventure. Yeah, me too, actually. Yeah. It, was, it actually played pretty well, especially mm-hmm. whenever you hear the voice all throughout the game. Like, uh, are you talking about Burning? You're talking about Burning, burning Rangers, Rangers. Right? Yes. Yeah, bring me yeah. Like you hear the voice all throughout the game, and you would think it would get annoying. No, but once, but like you just press a button, and it's like, okay, go up. It's like, okay, right. it's soothing. It, unlike, <laughs> unlike, uh, what is it? Unlike, unlike bulk slash. Sorry to say, <laughs> which is like, it does get grating after a little while. The you know, it's as much bulk, as I bulky, love bulk slash. Bulky. The the navigate the voice navigation does get kind of grating uh, to yeah. a certain degree, and I don't find that that's the case with Burning Rangers. But one thing I will say, Pat mentioned Pat mentioned this kind of like vibe that it has with PSO, and I definitely agree that yes. that's there. Maybe it's yes. a je ne sais quoi, maybe it's like a intangible, but you feel it. Like you feel it in the music, you feel it in the the model designs and stuff like that. You feel that there's this uh, common link between PSO and it. it you, you got the email system. You know, tell us about the email system in Burning Rangers. Oh, the email system. The email. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, I I never really used the email you did, system. You didn't get into much. all the extra stuff? Uh, not really. I Like I said, I am a kind of a newcomer to this game for the most part. Okay. I've mostly just played the story mode. Right. But I mostly... Also, I also I've played a show, but I prefer Tillis. Sure, yeah. And, and I mean, I, mean, I, I can understand. Yeah. I think she's the easier character. It's kind of like picking uh, Claris, right, in, in Knights. It's it's a little more straightforward. Um, I it's find that it's harder like, to control show. Yeah, it's uh, more I, like uh, Jill in Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I, I'm not sure about the characters, but I think I think I picked the one that uh, the Trekkies has his avatar of. That's show. I don't know exactly who that is. That's show, yeah. That's yeah. show, yeah. I, I pick him mostly because of Trekkies, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But well, yeah, so to, Reader's Digest, reading. Reader's Digest, if you go into the options or if you go into like the extras for, for the game, um, after you after you rescue people uh, from the station, um, they send you emails. And sometimes there are some really crazy <laughs> there's sometimes there's like little Easter eggs, I guess, or like nods to like the staff that made the game. And then sometimes there's just some really weird kinky stuff in there. It's just weird. And it's very much, uh, it's very much a Sonic team kind of thing. I think it adds to the overall experience. And that's the thing with, with Sonic team games is they always give you a little bit of extra. They always give you some, some extra stuff that's not really talked about in the manual you know you just kind of have to discover it um so half the fun that's half the fun and yeah, i definitely think it, it adds to the, the experience so yeah you should check out those emails <laughs> i really should you know i mean i didn't get i didn't get too far into that i was mostly playing it this time around to to write the article yep um but yeah so i like you spontaneous fun bush and honestly i forgot how i thought of that but, but i like um, it anyway. i like it it's 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 apt <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to give all of my articles little uh, titles like that. I, you know, I like to get a little creative with that sort of thing. Cool. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, any anything anything else you guys have before you move on? Well, just folks um, should folks should check out this article. It's not it's not a long read, but it's good. And uh, you yeah. know, uh, 
Definitely, if you Great. find if you find burning rangers in the wild for two hundred dollars, don't even think twice. Just buy it. Uh, you can like, sell you it. You can, you can just make it. a two. You can make like a two hundred dollar profit if you just turn around and sell it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like really printing money. Sonic Team. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the best the best way to do it is just to just to find it for cheap. Just find like the developers aren't making money off of it anymore mm -mm. so if you can find it like a reproduction or something along those lines just do it it is a fun game it i is, wish uh i wish the developers so... would find a way to make money off of it honestly i wish they would know, release like... it on switch or something like that so because yeah. currently there is a there is a remake is there not a remake using uh, what is it unity or something like that right now uh for burning oh, yeah, rangers one in the works yeah it's like an up version uh using nope. the unity engine and uh yeah it looks looks amazing um but yeah i mean i, I really actually know i actually know of a guy who is going through and revamping all of the graphics himself yeah and he has told me that he would be okay if i did an interview with him in the future cool so yeah i think that's the guy i'm talking about is that yeah. guy yeah. yeah he's on he's on twitter a lot and i've actually talked to him he's a german developer mm -hmm. and he uh I, I asked him a couple of questions and he was like yeah that'd be fine i could do that i'm like sweet so sounds good cool i could do something like that in the future you know awesome yeah, we'll that, definitely talk about that later though yeah yeah last thing last right. order of news before we uh flip on over to the the stream portion um, is just something that you uploaded yesterday, I want to say, right, Pat? More yeah, more um, LPs. This one, <laughs> this one caught me off surprise, um, kind of by surprise. About the, I think it actually was Monday as well. Uh, Laced Records showed a blurry image of the, I think it was like Kiryu, the main character from Yakuza 0. Uh -huh. And everyone started getting mega hype on it, saying, oh my gosh, it's, it's happening. Mm -hmm. And uh, it did. They announced Yakuza 0, but the thing is they went extra on this. Like, yeah, no I'm kidding. I was expecting, oh, it's... I was I was like oh it's gonna be like a a best of thing like like the two LP but no they're releasing a six record set of Yakuza Zero not only a six record the two record and two record and the six record in two different variants of Black Final and oh I just pulled up my headphones yeah the black and then like the cloudy the white with like different colors swirling around the centers it's just yeah, black uh, and white vinyl it, it, it looks sweet. Obviously, there's going to be a price point difference, right? The black is wouldn't cost as much to to do as no, this. It's the same price. Is it really the same price? Yeah, they're both seriously. $120. Okay, you well, I mean, if course. you're a huge Yakuza fan, then uh, this is kind of a no-brainer. And then there's yeah, an LP I, I, edition which costs thirty-five. Yeah, a little bit cheaper. The thing is that you want to get the vi the, the, the deluxe edition because it has Baka ba was it Baka Itai on it. The the famous you know Dame 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 Yo that one on it. So you need to get that because that's the best song in Cruise Zero. Uh, they have Judgment as well, which I heard is also a really good, really good, uh, really good song as well. Also, Pat is but the, the yeah. deluxe edition guy. <laughs> he buys the deluxe yeah. edition. Well, well, I mean, for, for Yakuza Zero, it was a no-brainer um, because it, it's Yakuza Zero and Sega. So, I mean, why? I mean, what is there? What is there to to not get from it? And it's rare because, like, not a lot of record sets have like deluxe editions. But Sega usually is good at that. Like, they had the whole deluxe edition for Persona Five that had all the music, oh, yeah. and this one's gonna have all of it. Yeah. So yeah, um, it, it's a pretty decently 
price set. 120 records isn't that bad. For $120. For six records? Yeah, for six records. Yeah. If there were 120 solid. records, then uh, <laughs> that would That'd be, be a like thousand something. Yeah. But no, this is this is great. And I mean, you know, would you say that Yakuza is like, for, for folks who are like big Shenmue fans, it's almost like Yakuza is like the go-to. Yakuza is like a natural expansion of it is. Shenmue. And is, would uh, you actually, say it's an, a spiritual pre- sequel or a spiritual franchise? It's a spiritual successor for sure. Yeah. It, uh, it does change up the, at least on the remake for Zero, it changed up the combat a bunch. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Seven had a massive departure where it's more like an RPG, apparently, right. from what I've understood. Yeah. But uh, but yeah no it's a it's an insane game series it uh, yeah it basically is I'm gonna be gonna make people bad it's basically a better Shenmue in my opinion yeah that's a controversial opinion but one that I've heard a lot so I mean you know it's 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 definitely one that you're probably <laughs> you're probably gonna get some flack for saying that but you know I mean to be honest I, with you it's bet like it it's better than Shenmue 3 if I'm being honest right like it's it's definitely more I'm yeah, sorry like guys who, who like Shenmue yeah. 3 it's just more fleshed out and more like realized um whereas it's just Sh- insane because it has all the bonus stuff on top of the crazy storyline yeah yeah but that's awesome so more great vinyl I mean there's it seems like there's never any end to the great uh vinyl that's coming out and uh Pat keeps Especially adding to Sega. the old collection yeah by Sega they're going all in with the vinyl too bad we don't you don't really get that stuff with Nintendo, <laughs> you know? Yeah, Nintendo's like, nah, fam, we, not, we ain't doing that. I mean, seriously, if they released, like, a deluxe Mario set of vinyl, you know that that would be just, like, epic. I mean, that would be selling, like, so well, Hot but case, they just, yeah. yeah, they just don't do that. That's not their, that's not, not what they go in yeah. for, so... The only closest thing we have for Nintendo that's official is a Splatoon 2 promo yes. record for media. Right. And then uh, and then Mother 1 and 2, but that technically is Sony Records, so they, yeah. they're able to skirt by that. Like, that's basically barely. why it exists, yeah. It wouldn't, if it was just Nintendo, you know, it wouldn't. Yeah, but no, I'm super excited. I'm glad Sega is open to doing these crazy projects and cool sets. Yep. Because I think there's a there's a big market for it, and it's sad that a lot of audience really can't get a lot of Nintendo stuff that way, and it has to be made by bootleggers, and you have to pay exorbitant amounts on eBay for I know. basic records. You seriously, know? seriously, couldn't agree more. But but, uh, uh, but yeah, no, we're yeah. just glad that uh, that Sega. Which is like our our main uh, our main interest that they are interested in giving the fans what they want. So yeah, um, and if you need a recommendation for Yakuza, uh, if you never played before, do play Zero first because I think that's a natural. Yeah, and Zero or Kwame Kwame or you wouldn't just Yakuza go Kwame like to the OG on on PS2. You wouldn't go go back that I far think, i think they, they've done some changes to that that makes that that are a bit controversial and they removed some things from the original games of those to make yeah. it more americanized so i gotcha I, I think i think if you want the best experience i definitely think you should pick up a yakuza zero or yakuza kawami to try it out and see how you think what you think about the series because that's mm-hmm. going to be the best of the best i gotcha and they're they're also on sale according to James Oliver. So, if you, I mean, like three bucks for like a, one game. I mean, mm-hmm. why not? Yep. Take the risk. It's like a, that's like half a sandwich. Cool. All right. Well, uh, that, I think that's about it. Wrap it up for us, and uh, we'll scoot on over to the stream. 
All right. Well, uh, thank you for watching the uh, the Shiro show, the main news portion. Uh, definitely check us out on YouTube when we go live. But uh, yeah, for everyone's listening and watching in the replay, uh, see you next week. See ya.